exciting week of sports. Vince was on a mini vacation. So let's start there, Vince. Uh, yeah. How was it? Uh, it was or a lot of fun. Did, uh, I, I went to Vegas. I went to the Whoa, When on, We Were Young on. Festival. Hang on. Oh, I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there, Vince. Okay. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. We can't be doing this, man. We can't. We can't break this oh, rule. I, I break that fucking code all day, every day. All the. the <laughs> all right, carry on. We're uh, there's the swearing. Eighty <laughs> seconds in. Eighty seconds in, and I, you uh, know, if this was a gambling thing, like I did not. He have set the over under. <laughs> I did not have Vince pegged as the guy who was going to be popping. The one off. that blows it. I thought I would have picked me. I would have picked me to be uh, honest. Um, oh man, I've been on a hot streak. You know. <laughs> I think uh, if, if we were going to look at a top 10 profanity, um, I think you're the quickest. <laughs> I'm the quickest off the gun, but I mean, I don't know if I use it the most, but like I'm not definitely the, most, the first. Not the, the first. 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 Yeah. All right, okay. So you're, you're in Vegas. You're going to okay. spill the beans. Yep, that's right. Uh, breaking the rules. Here we go. Uh, so had a great time at the festival. It, um, it was the When We Were Young Festival. So it's a lot of the uh, pop punk and emo uh Bands that we grew up listening to and, you know, big in the 2000s and the 90s. Uh, yeah. Green Day and Blink-182 were your top two headliners. And uh, I had an amazing time. I was there with my wife. And then I met up with uh, one of my friends and her. Uh, she had a couple people with her, too, like her boyfriend and uh, her best friend. So right. we hung out with them basically all day. Um, uh, it was I was there probably about 11 or 12 hours like I. I was there basically from gates open till almost the end. I left uh, Green Day is my favorite band, but I did end up leaving a little bit early because it was almost 11 o'clock and there were a hundred thousand people or something like that. And yeah, um, I, it still took like two hours to get back to the hotel after it was just a mess, uh, that part of it. But uh, overall, we had a great time. We uh, Courtney got to see a lot on Saturday we got to go to a bunch of the different casinos. We saw like the flowers in the Bellagio and uh, we went, saw a little mermaid show at one of the other ones. It was, uh, it was a great time. She, she got some fun stuff for her and then we got to see the, the, the bands. Uh, so that's great. And there's Julia in the background again. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's I just, I, I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know if I could do it again anytime soon because uh it's the when we were young, not we are currently young festival. So, uh, uh, your boy sore, uh, <laughs> a little worn out. Um, uh, I got my work in, man, but uh, I'm paying the iron price for it right now. Uh, right on, come on, so, man. Yeah, I had some fun. Yeah, yeah, have an ice bath or something. Come on. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, get, I, get I, I definitely, we definitely did an ice bath as soon as we got back to the hotel at like one a.m. And then you got to get that back uh, in the morning that oxygen chamber to oh yeah they had a couple of those set up when we were walking around too yeah oh, they, did. they did like uh we were staying at the luxor they had one like right in front of uh we saw blue man group on saturday as well so uh like there was one right out there and then i saw another one as we were walking through one of the other casinos uh yeah i was like uh, uh not right now no no but yeah, then... and you were you were saying the monorail and like all yeah so so they they were directing everybody to the monorail which is uh you know like it's a smart idea of like you know definitely use public transportation there's no parking available so you have to do it either that or take a ride share like uber or lyft or whatever um so we opted for the monorail and um in hindsight i should have just paid the extra money and done the uh, uber uh yeah just my, my my feet are uh definitely hurting uh today and all day uh, yesterday as well so you know spend the money you're in vegas you're on vacation that's my life lesson for those of you that are there um it's if you're going to go check out a show at like the festival grounds or somewhere that's a little bit further away from where you're staying just pay the extra money it's worth it in the long yeah, run absolutely could have saved me about six or seven thousand steps on my feet <laughs> all right vince uh that was, that's a awesome trip and it sounds like it's really set up for a, a baseball stadium so uh nfl yeah, scores uh, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about the baseball stadium a little yeah, bit we'll, later we'll when we get to baseball to we'll circle back but yeah okay so nfl scores uh on thursday night jack the jaguars beat the saints 31 to 24 that first half was heinous um yeah uh it did pick up obviously a little bit uh in the back half and foster moreau dropped Derek carr's uh pass 
uh, in the end zone. Is that what happened there? <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Little uh, Raiders flashback for you there, bud. Uh, as for it's like the a Sunday back and the real life and it's real like, life, it, yeah, it's like double. It's like double now. <laughs> All right, so for the real ga- the, the the Sunday games, the games that I missed because I was busy listening to pop punk heroes and stuff, uh, the Patriots beat the Bills in an upset, twenty nine to twenty five. Falcons over the Buccaneers, 16 to 13. I know, okay. Right? Again, um, so boring. Browns over the Colts, 39 to 38. Uh, wow. Ravens beat the Lions, 38 to 6. That was, that was a unexpected. Yeah, that, I watched that game, and that was rough. Yeah. So uh, uh, the Giants beat the Commanders, 14 to 7. <sighs> Another snore fest. Um, I think that's going to be my bit. Uh, Seahawks over the Cardinals, 20 to 10. The Steelers beat the Rams, 24 17. Thank you, Pittsburgh, for the assist. Broncos over the Packers, 19 to 17. The Chiefs beat the Chargers, 31 to 17. Tyler's not here. He uh, put in a little bit too much work on his birthday weekend, I uh, guess. Uh, uh, so, uh, but his Eagles did get the win. 31 to 17 over Miami and the Monday night football game, which I am not watching right now because we're doing this. I'm going to watch it after. So no spoilers, please. Uh, The 49ers are playing the Vikings in Minnesota. Sam, your Raiders lose to the bears 30 to 12 in, uh, in Chicago. Yeah. Um, Go off my friend. Um, I mean, I hate, you know, they got their asses handed to them by, you know, by the Chicago bears and, and hats off to the bears for, I mean, getting the upset at home, <laughs> the bears uh, and their players, they, they deserve the win. They came out swinging. They played better. Uh, they played with something on the line. They, they, they came to play. So cheers to them. They, they won the game and they deserve it. But as a Raider fan, it's just so disappointing. Um, before the game, Josh McDaniels announces that he's going to go with Brian Hoyer, a quarterback who lost 12 games that he started consecutively. So he's 0 for 12, and you're a 500 team, and you're going to say that Brian Hoyer gives you the best chance to win. Um, we now know that the, that streak is now at uh, 13 games. Um, going with Hoyer is just an uninspiring move. Uh, that's no knock against him. Uh, he's in the NFL. He's already better than, you know, 95% of the population at playing the game of football. So it's not a personal shot. Um, but I just feel like it's a missed opportunity to take a second look at Aiden O'Connell, the rookie, uh, get him some reps, uh, see if he's going to be an option for this season and beyond, you know, um, with Jimmy Garoppolo, you, you know, he's going to miss games, even if he's playing at a very high level, Uh, We've seen streaks of good Jimmy in San Francisco, right? Um, But he's going to miss games. So you better have your backup prepared. Um, And I just think Aiden O'Connell gives them a better chance and you get to take an inventory, take a look at the rookie, if he's going to offer you anything going forward. Um, So that was a missed opportunity. Uh, Offensively, I mean, 12 points. It's pathetic. Uh, We are now approaching historically bad Raider offenses. This is now like a neck and neck tie with an offense that was led by Jamarcus Russell. I mean, that's who you are. You're competing with right now in you're averaging almost the same points as that team as that's that not, Raider team. You do not want to be associated with that. That's historically team. bad. Um, I mean, that offense featured that coaching staff was Art Shell and a guy who last coached in the NFL in the early 90s retired and was running a bed and breakfast in. And 20 years goes by, and now he's running an NFL offense. We saw how that worked out. And this is supposed to be a guru. This is supposed to be an offensive genius who has the best running back in the league uh, based on last year's numbers, you have arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game. Um, you changed the tight ends. You changed the offensive line. You brought in Jacoby Myers, who is a Patriot guy. Um, 
You brought in Jimmy Garoppolo, who knows the language. I mean, this is your team now. And it looks like it regressed in one season. You know, okay, they won a couple of close games, but I feel like the ball just kind of like rolled their way. I don't really look at it as like, oh, this is a, this was a Raider win that they did it. It was just the team that they beat came up short and ran out of time. You know, I, there's not a win this season where you look at where you're like, wow, the Raiders took it to them. They won the game. They won the game, but they didn't really look like they deserved the win, in my opinion. Um, defensively. Uh, I just want to chime in. Uh, Daniel is in the chat. Uh, he says he's he's not a guru or genius unless he's a genius of ruining uh, team chemistry. Exactly. I mean, uh, yeah, Tyler's uh, not feeling well, but he is in the chat. And he's like, who's worse, Chip Kelly or McDaniels? McDaniels. McDaniels. Honestly, I mean, at least Chip Kelly, even though that that first year with Philadelphia, they were like this fast offense and things like that. Uh at least there was excitement. At least you got a couple of Chip Kelly plays that that did work. It was There's, inconsistent. Yeah, but yeah, at least you seg- I, okay segments of it work. Uh, in you know, for in short spurts, I would right. say. Like maybe like, Chip lost, Kelly is not good for a full game or for or for a full season. But maybe, maybe you for lost a drive twenty one fourteen or twenty one seventeen. But at least you put up seventeen points on three plays that were really exciting. Like these. Yeah. We don't even see exciting plays anymore as a Raider. Like, offensively, there's no exciting plays. Defensively, like, I can't explain it that since the Super Bowl year, they have, like, there are teams that, as outliers, you they run accidentally, they have a top five offense. Accidentally, they have a top five defense for one year, where it's like that one year they put it together, and then... It, they the Raiders can't even accidentally put it together. Like this is how I cannot understand a defense that constantly gives up the third down, the fourth down, the third and long touchdowns, the third and long conversions. Like it's this I can't explain it. I mean, it has to be supernatural. They have to be cursed. Um, it's it's a 20 year plus broken record of you keep you can't have a decent defense. It's literally been decades since you had a decent defense. Um, I think uh, uh, I, I say this, I think with 99% of other Raider fans that uh, it's time to move off of Josh McDaniels. It's just, he's not head coaching material. What else do you need to see? Um, the body language as soon, you know, the Raiders missed the field goal. Daniel Carlson missed that field goal, which, you know, he should have made, but whatever, he missed it. And the camera immediately jumps to Josh McDaniels. And, of course, you're pissed that you missed a a field goal. Of course, you're going to be upset. But I just feel like whenever they jump to him, his mannerisms just look defeated. Like, he, oh, oh, gee, sucks. Like, it just (laughs) looks like a child that is caving in on himself. Um, I do not see a confident coach. I see a person that looks uncomfortable to me. I'm no body language expert or anything like that. I'm just saying what it looks like to me. He just does not appear to be a guy that exudes confidence. Um, I know there's studies done about the raw, raw coach and you don't perform better with a raw, raw coach. I, I know the lions got their, the snot beat out of them. But, uh, you know, Dan Campbell um, is a raw, raw guy, and they've been looking like a pretty good team. Um, You know, Harbaugh, I would say, is a raw, raw type of guy, and Harbaugh's fielding some pretty good football teams. So I don't know what it is. Josh McDaniels, I think, is just going to end up being a really good offensive coordinator. I don't see him as a head coach. It's really time to move on. Um, We've seen enough. I think at best what you're looking at with Josh McDaniels is a franchise that's just, you know, nine, nine wins, eight wins, nine wins, eight wins, you know, like a team of mediocrity. It's the the, the reincarnation of fucking, um, he was the Titans head coach, uh, uh, for a long time. Uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Fisher, Jeff Fisher. Yeah. 
Yeah. And even, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals with uh with Marvin Lewis for a number of years. Um Yeah. I mean, Marvin Lewis, those teams started off pretty good, but then just kind of fell to mediocrity and just stayed there. For stayed a while. there. Yeah. Right. And that's for me, that's kind of the worst spot to be in because you're gonna be picking outside of the top ten and you're just kind of in this middle area. And unless you really get lucky and hit on a player in the middle round um, in in multiple drafts, are you really going to like change? And that's what that's what always happens with these mediocre oh, teams. Breaking I in, breaking in. Oh, here he is. Uh, Daniel's joining us. Hey, bud, how's it going? He he just had to get in on this uh, all this Raider talk. All this ra- yeah, you got it's, a vent. It's not just that. I literally just got home. I've been oh, running okay. around all day, dude. It's <laughs> for right on. Fuck today, dude. Fuck Mondays. All right. Yeah. Fuck see, see, see. There it goes again. I don't have the number count, but I do have the quick the speed count for for the for the fuck words. Yeah. <laughs> um, Look, I, Talk to I, me like, about the Raiders, dude. It, it's in all honesty, this is the you, like kind of like what I was typing in chat. This is one of the best defenses we've ever seen that we've had the Raiders have in a long time, dude. And for the fact that it gets stagnated by negative run play or what the fuck slant to Devontae Adams or Jacoby Myers, and then a stupid trick play that ends up in a turnover on downs or a turn, turnover from an interception, it, enough is enough, dude. I don't know how much more Mark Davis needs to see. I don't know how much more Mark Davis needs to hear. But the fact of the matter is this guy has lost his locker room and he's lost it completely. There are now anonymous NFL players who have come out out of the Raiders locker room that said how much like it's seven weeks of the same bullshit. It's we're we're too good of a team to be three and four. We have too much talent on the scene to be three and four. And there needs to be a change and it needs to happen now. I'm not trying to yeah, say I mean, that. It's, what's the point? I mean, yeah. what's the point of going forward with Josh McDaniels? This is what you are. Yeah. Like, what more he's shown inventory? It. Like, this is it. Yeah. This is he's it. definitely shown it like several times uh, this what, last what, last year, this year, and he's shown it in Denver him. too. What you see is what exactly. You get yeah. This is and, this is par for the course for him. And if he's some sort of offensive guru, I have yet to see it because if it if, if it doesn't work anywhere besides new england it's just a system it's i remember a, a few years ago guys uh detroit um they you know they had uh stafford they had megatron and they were an offense that was supposed to be much better uh than what they were averaging they fired their coaching staff and remember it was it was a joke at the time but they hot they they promoted jim bob cooter <laughs> and all of a sudden everybody was making jokes about old Jim Bob and that offense improved. It changed. And and Jim Bob Cooter is now considered a, a great offensive coordinator. And yeah, he had some pieces in at the quarterback and things like that, but he, this team has pieces and we can't get the ball to Devonte Adams. And we we've said this numerous times. You inherited a team that went to the playoffs with Rich Passaccia. Yep. You had Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, and Derek Carr, who at one time, and I'm not saying he was this season or or, uh, uh, the season with Rich Passaccia, but at one time Derek Carr was an MVP candidate until he broke his foot. Um, Is Derek Carr a top five quarterback? Probably not. But, I would say definitely not, but you know, get, you know, probably. But he gives what you a better chance to win than Garoppolo. He's better than Garoppolo is what I'm getting at. He's been other than the foot injury, he's been healthier than Garoppolo. Yep. Um, you're you have this team, and you added Devontae Adams, and you can't figure out to get him the ball. You have the rushing leader coming into this season, and you can't figure out how to run the ball. And it's not just Josh Jacobs; it's other running backs. Everybody was saying, "Oh, we don't, we don't need Josh Jacobs. Why pay this guy? We got Zamir White. Well, where is he? Where is he? Where's, where's the guys that know the system? You know, no other than Jacoby Myers, like he's the only thing that looks decent on this team right now. You're telling that- is Josh saying that like he's the only person that understands this offense? 
Like it's, maybe it's not a complex offense. That's maybe the thing. maybe for me. I always felt like if the players weren't getting the scheme or you know fitting into the scheme, then the coach changes the scheme. Then you change the scheme to fit the players that you do have. And like right now, it just it just looks like a bad mix. And it, I've seen enough. Like what okay. else do we need to see? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it started in the offseason. Letting Darren Waller go, Waller go for a bucket of change. For nothing. For losing, essentially losing Hunter Renfro, who was arguably a Pro Bowl player, to like what? Somebody that just sits on the bench just because he rubbed your coaching staff the wrong way. Exactly. It's like, what are you, a five-year-old? And even even so, there was something else that I read before I logged on. The Apparently, the Chicago Bears knew exactly what was going to be run. And they were the defense was calling it out every play. Oh, it's going to be a slants. Oh, it's going to be a run up the middle. Oh, it's going to be this, which lets me know. McDaniel's, you don't know how to disguise your fucking offense. You don't know what yeah, you're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just it's just unimpressive all the way around. What else does Mark Davis need to see? Um, I I think I beat this horse to death. Yep. <laughs> if for whatever reason people are in the chat want to hear more about it, then engage. But I think uh, my yeah, blood I, pressure can only take so much of yeah, right, right, right. So now. um, I think now is as good a time as any to switch on over. I know if Mike, if Mike is out there, I know he's like uh, you know, standing ovation F three. <laughs> I know he's he's happy to see them in this. Uh, Mike was a, a Raider fan until they moved. Um, uh, but yeah, he. It's rough, man. It's rough in Raider land. Yeah. Um, but oh. Tyler, uh, Kelsey Plum was with the Aces before uh, Waller. Because Tyler was saying in the chat, Waller want to be closer to his WNBA girl. Um, yeah. Kelsey Plum <laughs> was with the Aces, bro, in Vegas. So if anything. Yeah, I think they met. I think they met at a game when the Raiders opened in Vegas or something like that. They met on a podcast. Like he had been like bugging her and bugging her and bugging her to get on his podcast. And she finally did. Oh. Okay. Shooting his shot uh through the uh podcast game. That's uh that's never been done before by anybody ever. Then, all right. <laughs> okay, Our so hits, uh, I, I think uh, it's time to get in get into the picks. Um as it stands right now, uh your boy Vinny G is leading the pack with 48 correct Collusion. uh p- predictions. Uh look at me go. Uh Collusion. check me out. Um Tyler's in second with 43, right? Sam has 40, right? Uh, Daniel, you're above 500. You, you got you, you got there. You're 37 and 36 on your pick so far. So that's uh, that's something. Good for you, bud. I'd be pissed <laughs> if I was doing parlays right now, dude. Oh, I know, right? Uh, okay, so uh, Tyler, since he can't speak, uh, he put his picks in already. Um, so this first pick is uh, is the Thursday night game, Bucks at Bills. Sam, who do you got? Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. I don't I don't see that being different. Daniel, how about you? Same. Oh, I don't okay. see them beating beating them in Buffalo. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. Bills walk okay. is too strong. Yeah. All right. Jets at Giants. I mean, what's the spread on this? Is it like uh, I, the I, I don't, Giants I don't minus whatever? I don't so. I don't have the spreads uh I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah. I'll take the Jets. I think the Giants. I know the Giants got a big win, but I'll take the Jets. Okay. Um. Yeah. See, I I think the Giants are fraudulent. Uh. I think the Jets. Uh. Even with fucking um. Uh. Milf Hunter is uh. They're <laughs> they're they're uh. The skilled players around him are a little bit better. So. Uh. Jets minus three is the spread. Jets, Jets minus three. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, uh, I, I'm going with Jets as well. Daniel. I, I like what I saw out of Tyrod Taylor. I'm going to go with the Giants. Okay. Giants it is. Uh, Jaguars at the Steelers. I'm still on the Jaguars uh, bandwagon, so I'm taking the Jags. I think the okay. Steelers got that win last week kind of like luck. <laughs> okay. Oh, he, he has them abbreviated as Jags. Control Z. There we are. There we are. Stupid Google. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh. 
yeah, I, I'm just not a believer in Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Um, I think, um, man, Mike Tomlin is a hell of a coach, isn't he? Yeah. Like absolutely. he's so good at being a head coach that he has Kenny Pickett, uh, playing well enough to, to have them at a four and two record. But, uh, I, I think the Jaguars are a little bit, uh, more ready for, for this. So I'm going to go Jags as well. This one's tough because the Jags are on a four game win streak, but the Steelers beat a pretty good Ravens team and they beat the Rams at home. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with the Steelers. Here's I want a chance for you to make you know? up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here's a chance for you to make up a game on us um, as well. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would not be shocked at all. Cause, cause like I said, Tomlin is so good at, at coaching. He can, he can coach him up with the best of them. Uh, there's a reason why he's been in that position for like what 15 years now or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, he might uh, be so he might be in silver and black next year, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the Eagles. All right. Eagles so e- Eagles at Commander. Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we yeah. we were being dumb uh last week. Uh I'm 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 not gonna make that mistake again. Oh, I wasn't uh, being dumb. I really thought Miami was gonna pull that game off, but I mean it's kind of hard when it's two versus one. Yes, right. referees, I'm looking at you. I, uh, I I mean, I, I said a while ago that the, the first time I'm picking against the Eagles would be against the Niners later this year. And then like the following week, I actually do pick against the Eagles like an idiot. So uh, I'm just going to stick to what I said I would do. And until the Eagles play the Niners or give me a reason to not pick the Eagles, a good one, I'm going to just keep picking them until. Then. So, yeah. Uh, Rams at Cowboys. You know, uh, I would I would like the Rams to win, but I think Cowboys are going to win it at home. So, yeah, I, I, Tyler's I, I, got the Rams. Yeah, Ty, Tyler does have the Rams. Cowboys, <laughs> Ty just the cows. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm also going Cowboys. I just um, uh, the the Rams are just like they did. They just lost uh, Kyron Williams. They're running back. Uh, he's on uh, injured reserve. So they're already down. Uh, not they're already down a bunch of uh, people as it is. And, and just losing your star running back is not going to be helpful against the Cowboys who, you know, uh, as fraudulent as I believe they are, they are still better than a lot of the other teams in, in the NFC. So yeah, I'm going to pick the Cowboys. Um, Coming off a of bye, I'm definitely going with the Cowboys, especially facing the team that lost against the, you know, the Steelers at home. By the way, there were so many Steelers fans at that game. A buddy of mine uh, showed me video, and I'm like, is this a Steeler home game or a Ram? Oh, that's right. That's right. There's no such thing as a Rams home game. That's right. That's right. Uh Viking... Second, NFL. Yeah. Vikings at Packers. Uh, Tyler's going Packers. I'm going Anybody with the want... Packers. Uh, I'm going with the Packers. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings are just not good. And, and all of the breaks that went their way last year, are going against them this year. I'm I'm in agreement, man. Uh, sooner or later, we're gonna pick something different, Sam. Uh, I don't know when that is yet, though. Oh no, <laughs> uh, Daniel, you got a pick for this one? Um, I mean, they've lost three in a row, but I mean, I don't think they're gonna lose against a division rival. So go, Pat, go. Okay. Falcons at Titans. Tyler has the Falcons winning. Uh, uh, Sam, you know, who do you think? Uh, I want to say the Titans at home, but um, they just they look like they're falling apart. Um, they just don't look like a very good offense right now. So I'm I'm actually going with the Falcons. Okay. Um, you know what? Here here's where we're gonna disagree. I will go with the Titans. Um, finish spelling the word. Tit. <laughs> um. Yeah, I just uh, I I don't know, man. I don't have a real good reason why I'm picking it. I just I, I feel like uh, Vrabel is an, is another you know he's a pretty damn good coach, and yeah. it's just you know everything's kind of falling apart around him. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like every now and then they just like they flash and it it comes together for just a little bit, and maybe that defense, the Falcons, uh, they they, they run the ball a lot, a lot, a lot, and. I don't know, man. I I feel like something will happen. We'll see. I just I just don't trust the Falcons. I guess that might be it. Um, for sure. For me, um, 
you know, the Ravens ran it down their throat. You know, Lamar went went off for four touchdowns, and the Titans just traded away their top safety. I think Tyler actually just Ooh, mentioned that. That's in the chat. right. Yeah. So I'm actually going to go with the Falcons on this one. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Um, it's making me rethink this. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the save, Tyler. Uh, that's that's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my mind to the Falcons. I forgot about the uh the safety <laughs> getting traded. That's mm-hmm. that's gonna be that's enough. Like like uh, yeah. I just I I can't overcome that much. Patriots at Dolphins. Is anybody gonna take the Patriots in this one? No. Nope. No, I didn't think so. Okay. Uh, Saints at Colts. Uh, Tyler's got the Colts. You know, Ooh. I really want to take the Saints because uh, you guys know I like Derek Carr, and uh, but I don't see the Saints. Is, the offense is just like the Raiders with Derek Carr before. They're probably not going over 21, 24 points week after week after week. The Colts, they're down their uh, young star quarterback, but they still figure out a way to scheme points. Ooh. So um, I'll take the Colts at home. Okay. Yeah, I just um, – the Saints' defense is amazing. Like, the, yeah. they're top-notch. Gardner Minshew is not like, – like, like he's a fun story. He's fun with the mullet and everything and the fucking George. The little shimmy. But the, the little, little shimmy. shimmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's fun for the league. And yeah. I'm glad that he gets to, like, you know, showcase it weekly. And he's going to showcase it in a loss. I'm going to go with the Saints here, I think. Um, Alvin Kamara uh, is going to just do some Superman, superhero things and uh, save the deal. So here is where I'm going to pick differently. I think the between the defense and Alvin Kamara, I think uh, that'll be enough to get the job done against the Colts. Well, uh, you as much fun me, so I'm going <laughs> to change my pick. <laughs> oh, really? No. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> Um, considering this is an offense that just put up 38 points against one of the top five defenses in the NFL yeah. with Gardner Minshew, with Gardner Minshew, I am going with the Colts. I don't okay. think the Saints have enough to, to do. All right. Uh, I'm not changing. I'm going to keep that okay. one locked okay. in. That's where we're going to be different. Okay. There, there we go. Texans at Panthers. Anybody oh, going to, that's a real game. That's a real Jeez. game. They should flex Fuck this fucker to like Monday at 3 AM, man. Uh, Texans. Uh, I think they just got a little bit more talent. Uh, mm-hmm. Panthers just, they're yeah. starting over, man. It's like year zero, you know, it's, it's not CJ, even year one. Yeah. CJ Stroud uh, looks a lot better than whatever the hell's going on in Carolina right yeah. now. So uh, yeah, I'm on the Texans. as well. Daniel. Mm, yeah. I'm going to have to go with the Texans. Begrudgingly Browns at Seahawks. Uh, Tyler's got the Seahawks. I'm going to jump in and I'm actually going to take the Browns, uh, right here. Uh, I just, uh, I need, I need my division. Uh, you know, I need my division people to lose. So I'm picking the Seahawks, uh, to lose here to the Browns. The Browns have an excellent defense as well. And, um, and I'm going, we'll see what uh, happens, man. I'm going Browns. I think that defense is going to create a turnover or two. Um, I know mm-hmm. Geno Smith uh, has been playing well, but um, I think that defense is going to cause some disruptions and somehow get you know get some takeaways. So, Browns. Okay. Do we know whether or not Deshaun Watson is going to play? We don't. So that's that's part of it. We're kind of picking this. I'm picking it, assuming he does play. Um, oh, because if he, I mean, I'm the opposite. I think the Browns look better with PJ Walker personally. <laughs> That's a, even, That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They look a lot better with PJ Walker. It's like you paid all this guaranteed money to this guy who looks looks like a Tyler's <laughs> like in Seattle, four. y'all are wild. Uh well, I mean, it, it's always fuck the Seahawks o'clock here in this household. So Yeah, but the question is, Tyler, are they gonna, <laughs> are they gonna have DK Metcalf? Because Gino Gino got exposed without DK. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'm honestly I'm gonna go with the Brownies. All right. Uh, Tyler is gonna lone wolf it there. He can uh, he can laugh all the way to the L factory on that one. Ha, suck it, buddy. Oh, damn. God. Okay. Uh, Niners are hosting the Bengals. Shocker. Your boy Vinny G's picking the Niners. Anybody else gonna gonna pick differently or? Yep. I'm taking oh. the Niners. 
But I would not be surprised if the Bengals sneak one here. It's a short week for the 49ers. Um, Bengals are trying to salvage their season, so they might come out come out a swinging. And they're coming um, off a bye. And they're coming off a bye, but I'm still taking the 49ers. Yeah, I got the Bengals on this one. I need to right. I feel like Jamar Chase is gonna reawaken and come and come crazy off the bye week. Next game, uh, anybody brave enough to take the Broncos over the Chiefs? Hell no. <laughs> I didn't think so. Sam, no? Okay. Uh, no. Nothing else to add there. Ravens at Cardinals. Anybody brave enough to take the Cardinals over the Ravens? Nope. Not me. I can't do it either. Mm-hmm. Let me come back to that one. Yeah, I'm legit. I'm legit thinking about that one. Okay. All right. Um. I'll give you a second to think about that one while we talk about Bears at Chargers. Uh, Chargers. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. That Bears suck. <laughs> uh, Raiders on Monday Night Football at the Lions. Lions. I'm going to pick the Lions. I got to take the Lions, man. Yeah, yeah, it's just the, the Raiders offense just does not look good. We got to take right. the Lions, man. No, I mean, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Daniel... Ravens at Cardinals. Are you going to do it? You going to pick the upset here? I'm going to roll the dice. I'll pick the upset. All right. Okay. We'll see how this works out. And I'm going to stop sharing. And there we go. Our picks are locked in. They are locked. That's right. Um. Okay. So where's my, there, there it is. <laughs> Back to the script. Okay. Let's, um, let's talk playoffs real quick. Uh, baseball playoffs. The Diamondbacks and the Phillies, uh, that game six just ended about an hour ago. Uh, Diamondbacks get the win. The series is tied 3-3. Game seven on Tuesday. Uh, anybody rigged. venture a guess? <laughs> what? It's rigged. It's MLB's rigged. just rigging everything to be seven games. Yeah. Uh, and anybody willing to uh, uh, make a guess on what's going to happen here? Phillies, uh, Phillies are going to be playing at home, I think. So My I surprise think, uh, is... My surprise is that Nola got lit up, dude. He got lit up for yeah. four runs. I never thought Aaron Nola would give a four runs in the playoffs. I'm rooting for the Phillies, so I'm hoping hoping they win in game seven. Even after we were in Arizona last year for one game. <laughs> Let's go D-backs. D-backs. <laughs> um, I mean, no, yeah. You got, uh, you got Brandon Fat going against uh, Rojino Suarez. Or Ranger Suarez, my bad. I don't know why I said Rojino. I I just I got think, the Phillies, man. I want yeah, the, I like them. I really really want the Phillies to make it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Bryce Harper in the World Series. Um, uh, MLB I think would prefer that. If I'm being honest, they um they have so few marketable stars right now because they they're just shit at marketing. Um, so you know having one guy that can market himself a little bit you know would be nice would be nice for you, uh, the world series i guess did you guys you know? see him mad dog uh booker and kd as he was rounding the bases yeah that's exactly what i I'm was talking like about. what the fuck dude <laughs> uh uh rangers at astros that uh game seven is happening right now they are in houston and the rangers in the bottom of the third are up four to one We'll see how this plays out. Yeah, go I would Rangers. Love in this one. for the Astros to get their shit wrecked and lose. And that would make me very happy inside because I'm a spiteful man sometimes, especially in sports. So that's as what we want to see. This, this, this is an anti Houston Astros podcast. Absolutely. No matter as what much. happens with the A's for, for most of us, that part doesn't matter. It's, we are definitely anti-Houston Astros. That's that's where we stand. That's where we live. Uh, we've been on that block for a long, long time now. Welcome to our neighborhood. You know, um, <laughs> I was Daniel's say, been here since 2017. Yeah, uh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, def, def, def. Uh, um, as much as I dislike Texas teams, I don't like the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Houston fucking Astros and their know, fucking right? cheating asses. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, it's, um, it, it, uh, I did run into like a bunch of uh, Astros fans in Vegas, just like randomly, just wearing their Houston fucking shit, like you know. Uh, and and every time I'm like, "Have you no shame? 
have you no shame? Seriously. And the answer, of course, is no. They they they, they don't. Um, like I guess like, we, y'all we really want celebrate all the that, smoke. Like, like y'all really celebrate that World Series from last year? I still think that shit's shady. I don't trust it. Yeah, how can you trust all it? of them? All of them are tainted. After yeah. I mean, everything is tainted. Yeah, you know? yeah, uh, you can't trust it at all. There's no way to like. It's like uh, uh, we've been talking about, you know, in the past, the steroids era and everything, and how you can't trust anything uh, from it because you don't know who was using or not. It's the same thing. How do we know that they didn't just find a better fucking way to cheat right now? We don't. We can't know that. Right. Um. And I just, I'm, I'm not going to be able to trust it. I know you guys aren't either. Uh, nope. So fuck them. Nope. Yeah. Like, like right. I, I, I saw on Twitter like when Altuve hit that walk off home run, and somebody was like, oh. Look how calm, cool, and collected Altuve is. The moment doesn't phase him. I'm like, he probably fucking knew what pitch he threw. Yeah, exactly. The uh, uh. Rangers, you know, they just have so many former A's that should still be on the A's. Um, yep. And of course, Bruce Bochy. I'm I'm rooting for him. You know, I'm not a Giants fan. Um, I watch some of their games, but I like Bruce Bochy in the sense of uh, he's still a manager that is managing the game. Um, so I think you know for him to win it. Um, and you know, I don't like the Astros, so I'm not cheering for them at all, but you know, uh, Dusty Baker is also an old school manager who manages from his gut and actually manages a game and its players. I think that's one of the, that's also one of the reasons why baseball I think is less exciting is that it's most teams are being managed out of a spreadsheet, out of a calculator, and that's boring for baseball. Yeah. Um, so I am I am uh, excited for uh, Bruce Bochy and all the former A's uh, that are on the Rangers uh, to make it to the next round. And Bob Melvin, uh, former A's manager, former uh, Seattle manager, and uh, D-backs too, right? Yep. Uh, yep. He's given the green light to interview for the San Francisco Giants. Um, I don't think he's going into a situation where the Giants are going to be really competitive with this roster. Um, but as a former Giant and a Bay Area guy, I believe um, he would, you know, really appreciate coaching, uh, managing the Giants. So I think for him, on a personal level, I thought I think we all thought he was going to have a real opportunity to do something in San Diego. And for whatever reason, um, it just did not work out. And I think it's a surprise to all of us, but I'm glad that uh, Bo Mel could potentially get another uh, shot with the Bay Area team, hopefully with a improved Giants roster so he has a, a real chance to compete again next year. Yeah, uh, Tyler says uh, Phillies and Rangers as well. Um, I, th- I think that's I think that's going to be our official uh, podcast uh stance i guess that's what we're officially cheering for um so i i I do while i was in vegas um i did run into a couple people you know like my uber driver to the airport and stuff like that i did just want to i did just ask him real quickly like hey um are you following the a's situation at all um you know like 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 they're come they're trying to come here what what do you think um how do you you know how's it gonna work out what you know just just kind of peppering them with questions what it wanted to get their thoughts from uh like you know people that have been living there for decades you know um one guy uh the uber driver specifically from uh he was uh the one that engaged with me the most on it so i'll i'll talk about him his name is troy and troy uh was has been he grew up in chicago uh but has been living in vegas for like 27 years now at this point so he's a guy that's kind of plugged into vegas like uh uh, you know like like he's been there for a while um he's a golden knights fan uh when when they won the cup this past year um he found himself really really excited for that so um even though he grew up a blackhawks fan so now he's because he's been in vegas forever that he says now i have two hockey teams i guess and I, I I totally get that. You know, you've been living there forever. You finally get a pro sports team. They're good right off the bat. Um, even though uh, uh, he he did say that the the fans that show up are definitely it's like fifty fifty for Vegas uh, Golden Knights and then the visitor uh, really? with the hockey team. We know it's even like more extreme for most Raider games as well. Yeah, like yeah. it's a, a lot of visiting fans come in. So if for baseball, he said it, it'll probably have to be a similar thing, but it's going to be even tougher because of the smaller stadium, you know, 
And that's something that Brody Brazil has talked about. We've talked about Casey Pratt and everybody else has talked about like just the small stadium. You can't make up like if you have to have 28,000 tickets sold for every event for like 91 events a year to make your money to break even on the stadium, you can't. You can't have a 30,000 seat stadium. You can't do it with 33. It's got to be like 40,000. And on it's nine really acres, just caught, it's caught in nowhere land. Like exactly. the, A's, the A's going to Las Vegas mm-hmm. is really anybody really excited that the A's are going to Vegas. I think there's, there'll be yeah. some hype about just baseball being in Las Vegas, but as a fan, if you're a local person, like mm-hmm. You're probably it's not really a franchise. I think you're really all that excited he, for. Yeah, he 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 the did. Raiders are he different. brought up he brought up the Raiders. Uh, he actually brought up uh, Mark Davis. He's like, I know Mark Davis uh, said that he freaking hates him. Uh, the the yeah. uh, the A's owners, and I was like, yep, that is very true. Uh, they, I, they did I, I not really, get along. They did not sure. get along. But I yeah. really believe if if this thing does happen and the A's do play in Vegas, I I really. I mean, Vince, we've been, you know, A's fans our, our entire lives. We know everything there is, uh, the history of what happened with the A's since John Fisher has purchased the team. D- I just do not believe, even with the stadium and all the rewards that it comes with it, all the treasures, that this guy is going to invest in the team. I don't think you'll you'll see a, a top five payroll team or even a top 10 payroll team. I think you're going to see something – I think I saw a statistic um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago that, and this might have been a Birdie Brazil or even a, a Casey Pratt stat, is for the A's to go from like thirtieth in the league in payroll to average say fifteen. Oh, I've seen the this, amount yeah. of money that they would have to spend to average in the top fifteen or to get to fifteen would be so astronomical that you know John Fisher is not going to do it. So you're really talking about them moving from 30 to like 20. And if that, yeah. What does that really do in the in the grand scheme of things unless you put it all together in the first 1, 2 or 3 years and you have an amazing farm system and you add some players and you make some trades along the way? The odds of you bumping up the payroll, being a World Series contender, and making the trades and doing all the things you need to do to win a World Series in that first three years, five years, let's say, most likely not going to happen. And to the same point, if the A's stay in Oakland, maybe you get a bigger stadium and you don't have a concert venue in Oakland to really compete with, uh, cause on this side of the Bay, there's Oracle, there's some, some smaller venues. I know the Kaiser center, um, off the lake is still under revitalization, let's say, but that's still a couple years away. Um, you know, you're kind of the only game in town and you may have a 35, 40,000 seat stadium in Oakland. I don't see John Fisher doing increasing payroll in Oakland. I, I think that again, it's like Josh McDaniels. This is what, this is what it is. This is the ownership that you have and he's not going to go all in never, yeah. you know? So at this point, I, I feel like if the A's stay great, but you're still, we're still not going to 50, 60 games. Like we used to, we're still not going to 30 games. Like you and I, like personal events, like yeah, yeah. And I think a majority of A's fans are not going to go to the game as long as John Fisher owns the team. Mm-hmm. And I think that baggage is going to go to Las Vegas if they go. Like you're not going to have the fan base if they stay and John Fisher's the owner, or if they leave and John Fisher's the owner. Like he's right. ruining. His own franchise. He has ruined his yeah. own franchise, I should say. This, yeah. He, um, uh, Troy said that like Vegas is definitely a um a win like 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 a winning town. Like we we heard the the the, the political people talk about that. Uh, where if you're not winning, you're losing, right? And like they will, they are not afraid in Vegas to blow something up if it's not working. 
and um and just well, build something I mean, look brand at, new. Look at the clubs, and, right? Clubs, yeah. hotels, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, resorts. Yeah. Just all yeah, of yeah, it. All, all those casinos, fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah restaurants. There is always construction happening on always. the strip. But because I mean, there's something new going up. And there's always something bad being taken exactly. down. Exactly. There's um, always he, yeah. clubs that go mm-hmm. that open. They're the number one yeah. club, the number he one said, restaurant. Uh, and he, then he two, three said, years later, they're closing down. Right. He also said the Tropicana probably does need to be replaced. Like he he agrees that Tropicana can probably go by the wayside at this point. It's just fallen into really bad shape. It's no long. It's not really working anymore. Uh, for Las for the current Las Vegas, and it's not a historical. It's it's not important enough to be a historical building either. It's just kind of old, like kind of like what the Coliseum is, you know. Like Vince, how would you yeah. feel if in this hypothetical, mm-hmm. the A's move, so mm-hmm. they're the Las Vegas Athletics. John okay. Fisher takes them over there. Okay, and owner X, don't okay. matter who. Okay. In within three, four, five years, an expansion team in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And let's say three, four, five years after the A's moved to Las Vegas, they're sold. So you got a new owner in Las Vegas because John mm-hmm. Fisher walked away. He he did what right. we're he predicting. Got, he got his bag and left. He's gone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then there's an expansion team mm-hmm. in Oakland. Mm-hmm. How would you? I'm the Oakland fan. You're the Oakland fan. I'm the Oakland fan. I agree. I agree. I'm uh, like, honestly, like the only way I stay an A's fan is if John Fisher is gone and the team stays in Oakland. If, if we only get one of those things, it's not enough for me. Like I, like I'm, I'm, if he's, if he's still here, but he, they, the team stays in Oakland, I'm not going to another game. Like, right. Like emotionally for me, on the the first reverse boycott when you know I had the sign with my grandpa, that's the last A's game that I'm ever going to. Right. Um. Unless there's a new owner and they're staying in Oakland, like like I I said that before, and that's uh, I'm a stubborn son of a bitch, and that is that you truth. are, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I am not going to another A's game until like 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 unless there's you know new ownership and they're staying. I'm. I'm done right. with the team emotionally. I've made my peace with that. I'm moving on with my life. I'm just a free agent looking for a new baseball the team sense, at this point. You know, when I when I talk to other A's fans um, out in the real world, mm-hmm. I, I talk about this a lot with a lot of people that I meet, especially if I see people wearing like an A's hat or something. Um, and I feel like the sentiment is is kind of the same is if they go to Vegas they're out. They're not going to be an A's fan. Period. If you even if John Fisher sells the team, um, and the team gets really good in Vegas, they, they get an owner that's really competitive in Las Vegas. Even then, um, I get a sense from people that they don't want to support the team because it plays into the fact that we all knew this was going to happen. That John Fisher was going to move the team, sell the team, um, because he doesn't care, and that one of the reasons why they wouldn't support the team um, is because MOB knew this. They're, they're complicit in ruining a market to just get a free stadium and all this stuff. Um, so I just don't think there's going to be any support from existing A's fans. Definitely I think not. it'll be a very small, I, very I, small percentage. 2%? And I'm talking like, yeah, I'm talking like maybe 1%, maybe even less than 1% of A's yeah, fans. Yeah. I don't in think, Oakland. I don't think, like, I don't think nobody. Oakland A's fans are going to support Mm-mm. it at all. Um, so you're not going to get that like the Raiders. I apologize for the dogs. They're going bonkers in here. Um, they're just, they're really pissed off at John Fisher. They, I, I totally they get can't it, even. Yeah. Uh, they're named him. after former A's players, you know? I they get are. it. You know? They are. They are. Um, it's ingrained in us, you know? But like, yeah, it sucks. It, I it, could, the whole thing sucks. I could go off about the A's and John Fisher for yeah, hours. But, so we need to, again, yeah, we, uh, let's, uh, let's move on dead horse that I have beaten. <laughs> so, uh, what do you want to move on to Vince? Uh, NBA? Yeah, let's do NBA. Uh, the season starting this coming, uh, this coming week, uh, the Warriors, uh, tip off on Tuesday against Phoenix. So, uh, Draymond's not going to be playing in that game. Uh, he's still coming back from the ankle injury, uh, during preseason, I guess just before preseason started. 
um, Clay Thompson extension talks have kind of stalled a little bit. So uh, I'm sure they'll um, they'll keep working on it like in the background. But for now, um, he's just going to kind of play it out. Um, and uh, obviously, we'd love to have him stick around as I mean, you have a chance to get to have a Hall of Fame type player spend his whole career on one team right now. The warriors have that shot with three different players, you know, with clay Dre and obviously Steph Curry. So that's, <clears throat> it, it's kind of exciting, you know, like, like, yeah. like, like the opportunity to do that. But if it doesn't end up working out, I totally understand. Um, if clay can get a uh, significantly bigger bag somewhere else, I get it. Uh, I wouldn't be too thrilled about it, but, um, uh, again, I'm pro players, the man. Payday that he deserves. Don't worry, yeah. Vince. He'll be in good hands in LA. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, speaking of the Lakers, uh, how are you feeling going into this season, Daniel? I don't know, man. I mean, I, I do like the moves that Palinka made in the offseason. You know, not like huge, huge splashes, but like just good complementary pieces for like Darvin Ham and his system. Um, I mean, the big test is obviously the first game of the season tomorrow against the Nuggets in Denver, of all places. Yeah, so that's a rough start. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's a really really rough start, but you know, I want to see how AD and Wood play together and complement each other. Um, you know, when it matters. And honestly, man, AD, I need I need at least seventy games from you, bro. Not this forty to fifty game nonsense. There's a reason why your nickname is Mister Glass right now, bro. I need Mr. Glass to become Mr. Steel right now. So I'm hoping and praying, man, that, that we stay healthy because that's what killed us last season. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as this team as long as this team stays healthy, we I feel like we can go on a pretty deep run. They did um uh institute this new rule for um for this season. Yep. Where to be eligible for like postseason uh awards and stuff like that, you gotta play in 65 games. And there is a little bit of wiggle room. So like if you have a season ending injury and you're at 62 games they'll still let you be eligible for those awards or like, uh, and, and you have to play in 20 minutes of those 65 games. So like you have to be an active participant in them. Um, you can't just like take the tip off and foul somebody and be done for the rest of the game uh, to get your 65. So, but there is a little bit of flexibility there where like, if you played 15 minutes in a couple of them in like one or two of them, like, so I think the NBA is really like, they they really are trying to, and the uh, the load management, I guess, for lack of a better term. I think load management is just going to transform a little bit. I think you'll see Curry get the start on the road and then probably play like the first six minutes. And then, he's, you know, you'll see his minutes uh, drop and then uh, the backups, uh, you know, get some get some more yeah. minutes. But well, I think it's just going to uh, 20 minutes. That's I mean, you could load manage on 20 minutes a night. Right. You know, yeah. I mean. Uh, especially with Chris Paul there too now. Like, but then it's know, also a- it's also like only players that are all stars, MVP, uh, all NBA. Like there, there's like certain accolades that you have to have, otherwise you're exempt. And it has those accolades. Right. You have to have one in the past three years, I believe. One of those accolades in the last three seasons. Oh, Tyler's trying to be funny about the A's talk. Um. Uh, first, he said, too bad the A's farm system is just the Braves and the Yankees extended farm system. Yeah, you're not wrong, bud. You're not wrong. And then he said, Vince, what if Oakland gets an expansion team and John sells to, to a partnership and Taylor Swift is part of the uh, owner of the oh Vegas my A's? God, it's bro. not going to happen. Hey, t- that, that's not going to happen. So I don't have to entertain that thought. Um, mother would never do such a thing to me. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Um, but what if, but what if her and her future husband, uh, Kelsey, bought see, it? See, you're, you're gross. They're, they're, you're already having them married and with kids and shit. Come on. She literally says, I didn't say kids. Haze, quit, quit, like, like, not, not, not you saying kids, but like other people are saying kids. Like, she uh, literally uh. says in Lavender Hayes that, um, she's tired of the 1950s shit people want from her. She doesn't want the marriage and the kids. That's what I'm, that's what she's saying. Um, so she's just having fun. This whole thing is PR. It doesn't mean that they're not having fun, though. You know, they're they're, they're she's right. she's getting it in or whatever. She's doing their thing. That's great. I love that for Blondie. Okay. Now, um, with that being said, my Taylor Swift needs to move on. There's your Swifty update. 
from well, the resident Swifty. Uh, okay. Curveball for y'all. Christian McCaffrey <laughs> just extended his touchdown streak to 16 games. Okay, great. Cool. Awesome. Uh, I'll get to see that in a little bit once we finish this episode because that's that'll be all right, great Vince. For, take uh... me. Uh, let's okay. jump down to hockey, then uh, we'll okay. close out with uh, with, with the, the soccer. soccer. Okay, so um, basically, we uh, obviously I focus on the Sharks because I am a Sharks boy. Uh, the uh, uh oh, just, boy. Lava, just missing Lava Girl right now. Um, Courtney's <laughs> in the back right now, being Lava Girl. She's like you know probably wrapped up in a blanket, uh, heating up or something. I don't know. Um, so the Sharks have not won a game this season. They're five games in. They have so one overtime going pretty loss. Good. Things are going uh, right <laughs> on going right beautiful. on track. Right this on is script. exactly what they've I been planning it. for. Love it's, it. It is bad out here in these uh, San Jose Sharks uh, streets. But tickets are going to get cheaper. So uh, yeah, you know, hockey's a fun sport to watch live. Uh, I don't know. There, there's my pitch. Uh, no joke, guys. I do want to go up to San Jose for a Kings Sharks game. So that'd be cool. Yeah, let's play. Uh, Come on. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, for you. <laughs> yeah, for get, you. Probably get jumped in the fucking parking lot. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, nah. uh, Sharks fans are good. You're like yeah. just. You're like no. You will get jumped. Just stabbed. That's all. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Light, uh, lightly tripped. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be fine, bud. Uh, I, I will say I've never like like I, I don't know if other people have seen other things, but I've definitely never um I, like like I've been the Sharks fan down in L.A. like uh like at a Kings thing, and I never felt in danger or anything, but definitely uh definitely got some shit talked at me, and you All know right, it's, you'll get it's fun. You'll get booed. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I have no problem getting booed and I'm sure you wouldn't either. It's, you know, it's all part of the fun. And I think Sharks fans overall do a pretty good job of um, not crossing a line, I guess. Um, I'm sure there's individuals somewhere that are willing to do that. But this season, I think even the most optimistic Sharks fans know exactly what's happening this year. So uh, for sure. Yeah. So, so upcoming games, they got four this week. Uh, They're at Florida at Tampa Bay, at Carolina, and then they get an easier one at Washington because Washington's kind of not that good either. But even then, like I'm seeing four, I'm seeing four more losses is what I'm wow. seeing. Um, Damn. Um, if they're going to win a game, I got, it, it would have to be Sunday at Washington, but um, the other ones, I don't, I don't see them realistically having a, ch- a chance, especially after Carolina just uh, st- uh, curb stomped them. Uh, six to three earlier this week. Uh, so, yeah, um, it's rough out here in these uh, San Jose uh, Sharks streets, but we're, you know, we kind of knew it was going to happen. Not the end of the world. All right. <laughs> uh, let's do uh, Wrexham in uh, San Jose earthquakes. Yeah. All right. So um, Wrexham gets the draw at Bradford City 1-1. Their next games are Tuesday at Sutton United and then Saturday at Knott's County. The team, the squad that got promoted with them from uh, – out of non-league into league two uh they're currently in fourth place uh in league two six wins six draws two losses so uh that's good enough for 24 points and they're uh you know on their way to maybe moving up they're they're getting stringing some wins together stringing some draws together as well so uh good on them the earthquakes uh back over here on this side of the pond they get the draw one one versus austin they do qualify for the playoffs that game will happen on wednesday at Sporting Kansas City, they uh, nine teams out of fourteen make the playoffs in the Western Conference. So sixty-five percent of the league makes it. If you don't, you know, if you don't make it, you're, you know, it's a really bad team. Uh, these are these are play-in games, right? Yeah, eight and nine is technically a play-in game, but uh, they're calling it official playoffs. So like, yeah. you're a playoff team officially. It's not like the NBA where the, with the play-in tournament where um, you got to earn the seven and the earn, eight seed. Yeah. Well, yeah, that. Um, it's like legit, like the, the, they view the Quakes as a playoff team officially. So even though they only get, you know, one game at Sporting Kansas City to try to extend the season, the winner will take on St. Louis in the next round of the playoffs. The good thing with the uh, Quakes, you know, since they got the stadium, the the owner really opened up the wallet to turn them into a playoff team. <laughs> so, I hate you so much right now. Get out, get out okay. of my head. <laughs> this is so... Uh, yeah, way to bring me down. Yeah. Thanks, Woo-hoo! thanks, bud. Go playoffs. Yeah. 
uh, Wednesday. Uh, they're at Sporting Kansas City, like I said. Uh, uh, eight, nine I hope seed. they they're, win. Yeah, that'd be I nice. I hate the fucking it, it owner, but nice. I hope they win. I'm hoping it would be for nice for, to see a win. Uh, if they do, winner, if they do win, they get a home playoff game uh, against uh, St. Louis. So they yeah. get the win, man. That suddenly you can go to a home playoff game. That'd be nice. Uh, Y'all get the, the number weekend. one seed. That's your. Yeah. That's your. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, beggars can't be choosers. I guess we'll we'll, we'll say it like that. Um, and I guess that kind of brings it to an end. Yeah. Uh, any any final thoughts, guys? Uh, I got nothing, man. Um, fuck John Fisher and fuck Josh. Fuck Josh McDaniels. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of course, it, it's always fuck John Fisher o'clock as we say here on the pod, and yeah. uh, fuck John. Uh, uh, fuck uh, Josh McDaniels as well. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. absolutely dynamite. Um, All right, audience. If you guys made it to the end, thank you so much for sticking with us for this hour, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Um, as always, you're listening to the SVT Sports Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that notification bell uh, so that when we go live, you are alerted. Uh, follow us on Instagram at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. Interact with our chat. We would love to interact with you. Peace. Have a good one, guys. Yep. Yeah. Later, everybody. Later. Later.